Hi and welcome back. Today I will be reading another article, reading and talking about another article and this one is an autoimmune condition, celiac disease. So let's begin. Okay, so first up my experience, why I'm talking about this particularly, sorry, this particular, that was hard, this particular immune uh, disease, immune condition, whatever you want to call it, is because I was diagnosed at the age of 17 years old um, with this autoimmune disease so um yeah i will explain that a little bit more i will explain my i'm gonna i'll talk about that later yeah i'll talk about my experience later first i'm going to be talking about kind of like what is celiac disease what is you know gluten what is all that i'll be talking about that first and then after that i will be talking about at the end i think maybe at the end of the article anyways you guys get it. I'll be talking about uh, this autoimmune disease, but I'm also going to I'm also going to be talking about my own experience um, in this episode. So let's begin. I just need a drink. One second, guys, before I begin. Okay, let's begin. First up. Celiac disease is an autoimmune condition that involves the immune system reacting to gluten. Gluten is generally a name for a group of proteins and cereals such as wheat, barley, and rye. So that is the definition for you guys of gluten. So you can find gluten anywhere, honestly, um, in foods. Um, so for example, in like grains. So grains like whole wheat. Bran, barley, rye, um, couscous, um, cracker, like wheat crackers, rye bread. Uh, you can all also find it in, once again, crackers, bread, pasta, um, noodles, veggie burgers, cookies, and, you know, desserts. And moving on, you can also find it in food, I'm sorry, in beverages, obviously in food, but also in beverages. For example, barley malt malt vinegar, um, soya sauce, salad dressings, and even, what else, spices, beers, wines, and multiple places, even oats, even oats, couscous, all that. So basically you can find it in, um, in different places like food, food, beauty products, hair products, chewing gum, um, what else, what else, where else can you find it? Let me just go search. I know food is a big one, but it's also a lot of like products and like chewing gums and things like that that does contain wheat for some reason. I don't know why, but anyways, that's kind of the first definition of what gluten is, and you can find it anywhere. Um, if you just read the packaging of things, most of the time you will see, you know, wheat, gluten, rye, um those kind of words those those words in particular means that there is the protein there's gluten that is the protein that is a protein and um usually you will see multiple definitions like gluten you will see wheat gluten rye um barley on a packaging it means the same thing it's all gluten <laughs> it's all grains that are made of this protein that is gluten I don't know if you guys get it. Hopefully I'm explaining it well. I am trying my best here. I'm trying my best. Once again, not a professional. Just trying my best. 
Okay, moving on. Um, for a person, for a person that has that was diagnosed with celiac disease, um, if they eat this protein that is gluten, it can cause inflammation in the gut. And repeatedly exposure to gluten can cause damage in the small intestines, which can lead to problem absorbing mineral and nutrients from food. Okay, and then moving on. Uh, this condition, autoimmune disease, affects around 1 in 100 people worldwide. Many have the condition without knowing it. As many as 2.5 million people in the United States may have under, under <laughs> may have celiac disease without even knowing it. The only way for someone with celiac disease to avoid the symptoms is to keep gluten out of their diet completely not just a little bit completely anyways so moving on the only way to do that is to be on a strict gluten-free diet wheat-free diet strictly so i will talk a little bit more about you know the diet but first let's begin but first of all we're going to talk a little bit more about the symptoms and once again it, it's different for everyone everyone has I would say similar symptoms but different experiences everyone has different experiences when it comes to this i know that i suffered a lot with different symptoms and then someone else i know that has celiac disease other symptoms you know everyone is kind of different everyone deals with this situation differently but first up let's talk about the symptoms that are not they're not common they're not the same symptoms they're similar symptoms but not for everyone if you guys know what I mean. So, okay, okay, so sorry. Moving on, the first symptom is abdominal pain. So this one, hmm, let me think. Yes, yeah, so this one I had it. Then there's bloating, gas, um, diarrhea, constipation. No, not good things. Nausea, vomiting. I didn't have that. And then there's also other symptoms like weight loss, fatigue, depression, anxiety, joint pain and mouth like mouth blisters mouth sores uh, rashes and nerve damages um tingling in the legs and feet i never had that one but some people can have it um for me the symptoms were um extreme fatigue like extreme extreme fatigue um and i forgot to mention a lot of people will have anemia and that is basically kind of like an iron deficiency, but a high one. Like, it's going to be extreme. Because when your body is not able to absorb the nutrients of the foods, um, then I guess, you know, it can have that effect on your body. So I had extreme fatigue. And then when I went to uh, the doctor, my um, anemia, is that, is that how, you, how you say it? Anemia? Let me go search. I feel like that's not the way to say it. <laughs> yeah, so my iron deficiency was very bad. Wait, let me see. How do you say it? I think I said it right. Didn't I say it right? I don't know, guys. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure, but let me just search this. Let's see. 
Okay, yes, exactly. Anemia. Okay, I said it right. Okay, so yeah, um, so I had very, like, extreme, like, high, high levels of anemia. It was, like, very high, and the doctor just told my mom, like, okay, just, like, don't worry too much about it. It's it's nothing to worry about. That's usually the first symptom of celiac disease for a lot of people is uh, high levels of anemia, and also, as I mentioned before, you know, extreme fatigue. And I, had, I was exhausted, literally extreme fatigue, like extreme, extreme fatigue. If you guys know what I mean, like very, like extreme, not just, you know, I'm a little, I'm tired, I go to bed, I wake up, I'm fine. I wake up and I'm full of energy. No, no, no. Extreme, like always exhausted. Even on days where I didn't do anything, I was still exhausted. So that was like, it was really a very, it was very, very, very weird. It was very, sorry, it was very weird because... You know, I slept enough, I woke up at a certain time, but I was always exhausted. Like, extreme, you know, exhaustion. So that was the first thing for me. Abdominal pain, yes, I had a lot of pain around the abdominal abdominal area. Uh, bloating, I had that bloating. Uh, yes, a lot of... For me, it was mostly a lot of constipation. Not so much diarrhea, I would say. It was a lot of constipation, and then it was usually half-half, like half constipation, half diarrhea on the same day. Uh, yes, a lot of gas. Nausea, yes. Vomiting, no. Thank God I didn't have the whole vomiting. Um, weight loss, no. I wouldn't say my weight didn't really change um, while I had celiac disease. Like, while I had these, these were like the first symptoms. I would say when, at that point... When I was experiencing those symptoms, my weight was just stable. Um, I would say I wasn't at my lowest weight, but I wasn't at my highest weight. I would say I was way back then. Let me let me see. Let me think. Because I know I was diagnosed at 17 years old. And 17 years old, I wasn't at my highest weight, but I wasn't at my lowest weight. So I was really in the middle. I wasn't at my highest weight. I wasn't at my lowest weight. I was really, like, stable between those two. And... Yeah, so I, I wouldn't say there's no there was no change in my weight at that point. It was just really stable. Uh fatigue, yes, a lot of fatigue. Depression, anxiety, no. Uh joint pain, yes. Mouth like bruises, uh no. Rashes, no. Tingling in legs and feet, no. I did not have all that. For me it was just a lot of like digestive issues and uh headaches, like migraines. And what else? Migraines. Um, as I mentioned before, fatigue. But except that, I didn't have all the, the rashes and all that. All the vomiting though, that have been horrible. But anyways, moving on. Um, so you may develop nutrient deficiency as damage to the gut gradually limit the absorption of nutrients such as vitamin B12, D, and K. For the same reason... A person may also develop iron deficiency anemia. That's one of the reasons. And then moving on, we have uh, it can cause damage to the large intestines and more stubble damages to the other organs. And who wants that? Nobody wants that. So various factor depends on, sorry, various variation. That's the word. And symptoms may depend on age, 
damage the small intestines, the amount of gluten consumed, uh, the age at which gluten consumption began, how long the person was breastfed, um, health issues such as pregnancy, infection, surgery, severe stress can sometimes trigger these symptoms. So yeah, so for me, honestly, I don't really know what triggered it. I always, I think honestly, my I ate gluten my entire life. Even since I was a child, I was fed, you know, gluten because, you know, if, if the child doesn't have a problem with their digestion, then usually you will feed them, like there's no problem eating those kind of foods. Um, I would say at a certain age, I was very bloated. So I don't know if it was because of that or honestly, I had honestly, I never had any problems. I didn't have any problems. I kind of ate wheat my whole entire life. And then I would say at the age of, let me think, 12, 13. Let me think. One second. Uh, then I think at the age of like... Mm, I think the extreme fatigue started at the age 16. I would say the extreme fatigue started at 16 years old. Those kind of symptoms. And also the, the, whole, the whole constipation started when I was... Uh, I can't say 15 maybe so the whole like constipation bloating diarrhea all that started when I was 15 and then at 16 it was the extreme fatigue that was just there was no like there was no reason for it um you know it's normal to be tired but that extreme fatigue at 15 16 was not normal so that was at 16 and then so between, I would say, 15, 16 is when, the, um, is when the symptoms started. So basically at the age of, as I mentioned, 15, I had a lot of like digestive problems and bloating and uh, a lot, a lot of constipation. Like every day, every day, like not, you know, being able to go to the bathroom, that's basically constipation. And it was very uncomfortable, a lot of like, you know, very uncomfortable feelings and then at the age of 16 the extreme fatigue started honestly i didn't think much of it i was like oh maybe it's just something i ate maybe it was milk maybe it was like you know dairy products who knows and then at i would say 16 it was the extreme fatigue and then i started having a lot of digestive issues so i was kind of like digestive issues all my digestive issues i would say started at 15 and then at 16 years old, it was the extreme fatigue plus, you know, all the digestive issues. And then I was like, maybe it's, maybe it's the dairy, you know, maybe it's all the dairy products. It could be that because most of the time when you have symptoms of celiac disease, you often think that it's like um, another intolerance to, for example, to a lot of people think it's like a gluten intolerance and not, you know, celiac disease. And just the gluten intolerance and some people just think as well that they just have like a that they're lactose intolerant so i honestly thought i was a lactose intolerant for the longest time i was avoiding 
you know, all dairy products. So most of the time you will have the same symptoms as someone that has um, a lactose intolerant, like another intolerant. Yeah, so I always fought, for the longest time, I thought I was lactose intolerant. I would avoid dairy, and then the symptoms didn't get better. So I was like, this, there must be something wrong. It's clearly not the lactose. So I avoided a lot of dairy products around that time. I tried my best to avoid them because they caused me a lot of the same digestive issues as, you know, celiac disease. And, sorry, as, yeah, the lactose. Um, it was basically the same the same symptoms, you know, the same symptoms as bloating and constipation, I don't know. Um, so I, f I honestly fought, I remember searching up all the symptoms and I was like, okay, it must be lactose. So I, I avoided, it must be, you know, dairy, it must be the dairy products. So I avoided uh, ice cream, I avoided, you know, all dairy products. And I was like, oh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling better. I avoided all that, but it's clearly something else because I'm not feeling better. Okay, I avoided dairy. You know, dairy is not the best for you as well, but, um... I remember just avoiding that, thinking that it would solve the problem, and then, and I was like, mm, no, I'm not clear. There's there's another issue. Um, from what I remember, I just thought it was, you know, a lactose intolerance, but then I remember my mom was like, oh no no, it's it must be something with wheat. It must be something with gluten. She always, my mom was always against um, eating gluten. A lot of people are against eating gluten and dairy because it's bad for you. And, you know, it's it's much better for, you know, like a gluten-free diet and dairy-free diet is better for the digestion. So I remember my mom told me, oh, I, I seriously think it's like something with gluten because um, you tried avoiding dairy and it didn't work. So clearly um, it's something with gluten. So she always thought that. I remember I had a lot, a lot of different digestive issues and it was such a common thing every day, guys, every single day that is an issue extreme fatigue so honestly my parents were they knew something was wrong they were like clearly something is wrong with your health you know is it the food you're eating is it you know they were they knew something was wrong but they didn't know what it was my mom always knew that that it was maybe gluten but you know you're not sure of it as well you're not sure you can't really guess that it's not the problem because it could have just been you know dairy it could have just been dairy as well um so yeah i thought it was that and then just my parents were extremely worried they kind of knew something was wrong um at that point at that age i was kind of really really in denial i was like oh no there's no problem i'm just gonna keep eating my gluten bread my wheat bread like nothing you know i keep eating that i keep eating it and I ate a lot of gluten in my life, so for me, it was just like, oh, it's nothing. It must be the dairy. It must be the whatever, the, the another product in particular. Oh, it must be like a fructose, the fructose. Oh, okay, must be this. I was just trying to find every, every, like, I just Googled, guys. I remember Googling every, like, intolerance. Okay, so dairy intolerance. Okay, fructose intolerant. Or maybe I'm allergic to, you know, this or that or fructose and this and that. And at the end of the day, it was honestly just gluten. So that's the thing that don't search your symptoms. Because I literally searched lactose uh, intolerance symptoms. Like it was really gonna determine if really I was 
you know, um, lactose intolerant. Um, and then I was like, you know, that's that's weird, because you know I've been searching a lot of things, and I was very in denial as well. I was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna. It's it's not that. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing. You know, no problem. It's just the dairy. Let's remove the dairy. And then it was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it's just the meat. Okay, let's remove the meat. No, no, no. It's just the fructose. You know, we'll be fine in fruit. Okay, let's avoid the fruit. And it's like, okay, you're avoiding almost everything. But your problem is not solved. You still have you still have the same problems. So I've, I avoided some of that, thinking that it was that the problem. Trust me, guys. I tried almost everything. I was like, okay, it's the dairy. It's the dairy. Okay, it's the dairy. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay, it's the meat. It's the meat. And then it was something else. Then something else. And at the end of the day, you kind of just find yourself with nothing to eat. Because you're literally just elitim- elitim- what is that word? eliminated yeah exactly eliminated everything out of your diet so at the end of the day what's left okay so i was still eating gluten thinking that that was not the problem and for for some reason i didn't think about the gluten i was just like okay okay the dairy okay this but then the gluten i was like no it's not that it can't can't be you know it can't be the gluten it can't then i remember feeling just really frustrated because i was like okay there's clearly something i i feel there's something wrong with my body it's not working properly everybody's telling me it's not working properly you know people like my parents um and no one even no one in my family had a gluten intolerance or celiac disease or Crohn's disease or you know other diseases like that so i was just like okay you know it can't it can't be that i know some people in my family have a thyroid thyroid is it the word thyroid 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 like disease um but nothing more than that so i was just like okay it can't be that i know also in my family we have a lot of thyroid disease uh diabetes and what's the other one and like lactose intolerant that's why i thought it was like a lactose intolerant because someone in my family is lactose intolerant so i was like okay it must be that you know genetics family thing whatever and then moving on, um, yeah, moving on to another symptom. So symptoms in children are different for um, in adults than in adults. So the symptoms that I read before were symptoms in you know adults, and then there's symptoms in children. So let's see. So failure to strive in infant. Okay, so failure to I guess grow or develop properly. Is that it? failure to strive, uh, delay growth and short height, weight loss, damage to tooth, mood changing, and late onset puberty. Wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And I guess obviously like intestinal damage. Hmm, I see. That is crazy. Um, As a child, I think I was just, I was just bloated, but... Except that I wasn't really, I didn't have all that problems, you know, all those, all those symptoms, except a lot of bloating. Um, so yeah. And then moving on to a diagnosis. So how do you, okay, now that you think you have celiac disease, you think you have Crohn's disease, you think you have a gluten intolerance, what do you do about it? So a doctor can often diagnose celiac disease by considering the medical history of a person and the family. Ordering tests such as blood tests, genetic tests, 
and biopsies. So basically, doctor checks the blood for the presence of antibodies common in people with celiac disease. So, um, and also an endoscopy, you know, things like that, that no one wants to hear about because that's terrifying. Um, so, it can be difficult to diagnose, you know, celiac disease. It's not always, it's not always celiac disease. That's the thing. They're saying that celiac disease can be difficult to diagnose because it's, it's shared symptoms with other conditions, including irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, lactose intolerance, gluten intolerance, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and pancreatial. <laughs> I did not say that right. And pancreatic insufficiency. Ooh, I did not say that right. I'm sorry about that. And because it, it, it basically just is the same. They're all like the same symptoms. Or like similar symptoms than all these other um, intolerances and autoimmune disease. So it's really, it's not easy for, you know, the doctor, obviously. Um, how it began, how I got diagnosed. So first up, you know, all the symptoms, uh, you remove dairy, you remove this, you remove that. You're like, mm. you know, at 17 years old, I was still, I was, I was older than, you know, at 15, I was quite immature. Then 17, I was okay. 17, I was like, okay, must be the dairy. It must be this. It must be that. Because I remember at when I was 15, I was at my lowest weight. Um, so honestly, my weight didn't really change during those years. I remember I was at my lowest weight, and then 17 years old, I was really like stable in the middle. Um, I wasn't like at my highest weight or lowest weight. I was just really in the middle, like stable. So I would say for me, it wasn't. The weight didn't really change, it's really the symptoms that it really affected my overall, you know, my overall, sorry, my overall health and well-being. So I would say um, how it started, let me think. So how it started is that um, I was avoiding all these other foods, trying to minimize the symptoms, make them go away, uh, eliminate the symptoms, think that it was not the problem. And then after that, I kept doing that and clearly... It wasn't, honestly, it wasn't working. It just wasn't working. So I was like, okay, it must be something else. It must be the meat. <laughs> and, you know, you always try to find different solutions. Then after that, um, someone in my family, so I would say my mom's cousin, my mom's cousin, she was diagnosed with celiac disease at, she's, she's like 40 right now. So she's like 40 years old, maybe 40 years old. And... She got diagnosed with celiac disease and her two and her two daughters as well. Oh no, one of her daughters. So basically, my mom's cousin was diagnosed, and then I think one of her daughters were also was also diagnosed with celiac disease. So they both have celiac disease. Um, her symptoms for her was a lot of bloating, digestions, and a lot of migraines. For her was a lot of that, those kind of like symptoms. And she was diagnosed and, she, and then she stopped eating gluten and she felt and all those symptoms went away so i was like oh that is weird what is that you know i had no idea what crohn disease and celiac disease was and gluten i had no idea what all those terms meant ow <laughs> sorry and i literally just bit my tongue all those turn all those terms meant so i was like okay mm, what is that and then when i finally figured out what all those what all those terms and words and intolerances meant 
was like, oh, okay, okay. That, that's that's sad for her, but you know, I can still include it, so I'm fine. And after that, she was diagnosed with that, and then um, my mom spoke to her, and then she said, maybe I should go and get, you know, tested or talk to a doctor. Not tested, sorry. Maybe I should go talk to, you know, my family doctor to, to see if I can get a blood test. So then I, we spoke to, um, then my mom spoke to her cousin, and she said, uh, well, if you talk to your doctor and then get a blood test, maybe maybe she has, you know, celiac disease too. Since we had similar symptoms, uh, her daughter, her and, you know, I, we all had similar symptoms. So it could, and, and them too, you know, they've been eating gluten their whole life as well. So then after that, I spoke to my doctor and then the doctor said, oh, it must be just, you know, then doctor kind of checked, checked my health overall and it was a lot of um like a high anemia like my anemia was very high uh that's why i was extremely tired and then she kind of saw she didn't see anything um anything in particular i would say she was like oh there's nothing you know just the anemia is pretty is very high but that's it you know nothing to worry about and then um my parents kind of spoke to my doctor about like you know celiac disease and, 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 and this and that and she was like no it's not that you know it's nothing don't worry about it it's just anemia and then after that we were still unsatisfied because we were like okay it's this so now what and then my doctor was like okay just eat more of these these kind of foods and uh, drink a lot of water and, 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 and you know, she was kind of giving me advice on that but the thing is um, there's a reason, you know, we kind of have to, she didn't really check what was the reason why my anemia was so high and my levels of anemia were so high. She didn't even like think about, oh, it could be a, a symptom of celiac disease. She didn't even think about that. So she was just like, okay, it's nothing to worry about. And then we fought, okay, we fought about it. We're like, okay, what do we do? And my family, my parents were not satisfied with that because clearly, I was still exhausted and I had a life to live. So, you know, it's not good. And then at the end of that, um, my parents asked my, my doctor, my family doctor, at the time, if we can get a blood test. You know, a blood test for celiac disease. Because that's usually how you get diagnosed. Um, you ask your doctor, your doctor tells you, okay, maybe. And then they give you kind of like a blood test, an appointment for a blood test to see if you have celiac disease and then after that i guess you guess i guess you you guess sorry i guess you get the um for me what happened was so we asked my doctor and my doctor was like uh i don't know i'm not sure if that's a good idea i'm telling you i don't think she has any like problem she she looks everything looks fine except the you know very high levels of anemia that was the first symptom but anyways and then i remember my mom was like no no, no we're gonna we need a blood test we need to do it because something is clearly wrong you know clearly something is wrong you kind of know and then especially when you live with someone you kind of know when something's wrong you kind of you know when you live with someone 24 7 i mean when you live in the same household of someone of someone with someone you kind of notice that something's wrong you know the long trips to the bathroom the, the extreme exhaustion you kind of see it so it's like you notice those things um and then after that he was like okay okay fine okay i'll give it to you okay fine you know i was like okay just give it to us 
it's not a big deal. And finally, she gave us the, the appointment for the blood test. Um, and then I think I did the blood test and I was like, please tell me I don't have any, please tell me it's something just like intolerance to like dairy or something. Just please tell me it's not Crohn's disease. Tell me it's not all those other scary things. Tell me it's not like cancer or something. Like I was terrified. And then after that, um, I did the blood test and I was like, okay, okay. In a couple of days, hopefully I'll get the, the results. And then, um, the doctor called my parents and they were like, yeah, your daughter has celiac disease and i was like wow what a what a what a shock it could have just been that you know and i was like i was like what what is that <laughs> so i was very confused and finally i had it and then i was diagnosed with that and i was i was very very confused very confused i was like okay okay what what is that no idea i was kind of let's say i was a little bit ignorant when it came to those things um so yeah after i got my results um that i was that i had this autoimmune disease that the only way to make it go away to make the symptoms go away and to get better was to be on a strict diet so what i mean by that so what happened basically is i got the results and then um then i think you you have an appointment from from there with a specialist in you know celiac disease then from there you have like a nutritionist Sorry, a dietitian after that. So what I had first was I got the diagnosis and I was trying to figure it out. And I remember the first time that I figured out that I had, my first reaction was frustration and a lot, a lot of confusion. I was just, honestly, my first reaction was a mix of just confusion, confusion, sorry, confusion and frustration and kind of just, okay, what do I do now? I kind of thought about this. I was like, okay. I'm happy, you know, I'm relieved that there's an explanation for all these symptoms. You know, at least, you know, it's 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 relieving to finally got, finally get, sorry, finally get the answer to a problem that you had for maybe a while or I don't know for how long I had this, but it's just something that is very, it's very relieving. You're like, you know, you, you finally found a reason for all these uncomfortable symptoms okay good so then i was kind of like happy that we at least found you know a solution not a solution but kind of like a reason for all these symptoms like an explanation an explanations for all these symptoms and then after that i was like okay let me go just research what celiac disease was um find a solution and honestly my that was like my second reaction my first reaction was just a lot of not understanding a lot of ignorance and also a lot of you know in denial frustration all that um so when i when i first was diagnosed after you know thinking about it and being like okay i cannot do anything about it now i was extremely frustrated extremely frustrated i had no idea you know what to eat what not to eat this or that it was a very complicated process so then I went to kind of, after being frustrated, I went to do some research. I went to figure out everything. Uh, my cousin's mom. So my cousin's, oh, sorry, guys. My mother's cousin was very, very helpful. She helped me a lot uh, to figure out what to eat, what not to eat, this and that. She gave me a lot of information. It was very, very overwhelming. Um, 
And I told myself, you know, a lot of people told me, don't worry, like, you'll get used to it, you'll find a way to, to deal with this. And obviously, it was just so frustrating to change all of those things in your life. Like, you change your diet, you change... Almost everything had to be changed. And that was very hard to just eat a certain type of way, live a certain type of way. Um, and then at 17, you discover something and you puff. You have to change everything. And... It was very, very frustrating, I will admit. So then after that, she helped me. My mother's cousin helped me so much with figuring out what to do and what celiac disease was. So I had no idea. Once again, I was ignorant back then. And it was just very, very, she was very, very helpful. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to do my own research now. I did my own research. Uh, what products, what diets should I follow? What to eat, what not to eat. Uh, no, 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 this and that, you know, how to get back, how to get rid of these symptoms. So that was like the initial thing is to um, get better. Because you cannot, there's no medication for the symptoms. It's a lot about, it's, it's, it's diet. It's all about the diet. So what was recommended was I did my own research and I kind of discovered, okay, what to eat, what not to eat, um... What were, okay, what was the the steps from here? You know, once you're diagnosed, what is the step, the next step? So then after researching what to eat, what not to eat, uh, when, what products were okay, you know, what products had wheat in it. After that, it was, it was very difficult because I had to throw out a lot of my products. Because once again, you can find um, wheat in everything. Foods. Um, makeup, you know, beauty products, hair products, lip balm, lip glosses, everything. You can find literally weed in anything and everything. And it was crazy because I had no idea. Literally, I had no idea. The first thing I checked was, I remember the first thing I I cleaned and in the house was the food. So the food, I was like, okay, okay, what can I eat? Obviously, you know, fruit and vegetables are fine but like what can i eat and you know i had to change everything every foods like the pasta that i was eating the bread um some of the some of the like the, the cream cheese i was using or i don't know some of the products the foods that i was using wasn't okay anymore okay so yeah okay this juice has weed in it i can't can't use it anymore and this and that kind of like replacing everything kind of replacing wheat bread with gluten-free bread replacing the pasta replacing everything everything and that's when i kind of discovered the gluten-free section i was like oh there's there's choices you know there are choices out there it's not it's not what's missing so i kind of discovered that section and after that um i moved on to you know the food then i moved on to the hair products um, that I had, I had to throw out a lot of my lip balms and lip glosses, and I had to throw out a lot of like I had to stop using a lot of the shampoos that I was using because they had weed in it. Nah, nah, and what else? Kind of like those those kind of things that were quite frustrating. And then after that, um, after cleaning, I had to discover okay, a new diet. What should I eat? You know, what do we do with that? And then after that, I. I was told by my my doctor to go, my family doctor to go see 
another doctor and this doctor was specialized in celiac disease and like Crohn's disease and all those you know other autoimmune disease so I went to her and she was like okay so um we have we need a clear diagnosis so we need to do a bunch of tests on you and things like that so when I went to see her she asked me many questions about like my health my weight and all that and then um she said you know we have you have to eat honestly that there was like a challenge she gave me a challenge of eating wheat every day every day for four months imagine that eating wheat every day for four months so having that uncomfortable symptoms for four months extreme fatigue for four months so i was like mm, i don't know about that i don't know about that for four months that's that's a long time you know four months is a lot um so after i was like okay okay maybe so i kind of got the paper she kind of told me how much wheat to eat per day and that's just to make sure that i really really had celiac disease that i really really had these symptoms that i really had you know it was really i think it was not yeah it was to see if i really had celiac disease or something else but it also it was also to have like a clear diagnosis like a clear label okay celiac disease for sure so and then i ended up kind of like looking at the paper i was like i don't know four months is a lot being sick for four months is not the best thing so after that i moved on to i said okay i'm gonna try it out why not just eat wheat um in the evening and then that's it eat wheat in the evening be sick the evening for four months you know it sounds exhausting and then after that i had my first wheat meal um that same day i was like okay i'm hungry let's have my first gluten meal since the diagnosis so i had that meal i was extremely sick the whole entire day and i said you know what no 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 we are not going to do this for four months so i didn't do it for four months i told my doctor look it's uh not going to be possible you know the symptoms are there you know the symptoms are there and then after that i didn't do it and then she told me okay um so try being on a gluten-free diet on a strict gluten-free diet for four months so then i began being on a gluten-free diet for i've been on this diet for a year a year or two how many years let me see because i started at 17 then 18 the age i am now almost 19 soon uh okay so i would say like a year or two well see yeah it's been it's been since i've been on a strict gluten-free diet since since um let me see the summer 2019 so i started yeah so i started in in the summer of 2019 till till today 2021 so if it's been about it's been a while wow so if we calculate i started in 2019 and i'm still doing it obviously (laughs) for the rest of my life since 2020 so that's a while so i started in the summer of 2019 till now till now till april today april 2021 so it's been quite a while um so i started so yeah and then i ended up 
making kind of like a plan, figuring out like a diet that I could follow, a strict gluten-free diet. It was very difficult at the beginning trying to get used to, you know, a new diet, a new way of eating and all that and all those things. Um, it was very, very difficult, I will admit. And then I kind of just, and then something bad happened during that summer. I discovered the gluten-free desserts. That was not a good idea. I ate a lot of those desserts. And I ate very badly for the whole, whole summer. I think from 2019 to 20 to 2020, I ate... No, I would say just 2019. So just 2019, I discovered so many gluten-free desserts and processed food that were gluten-free. I ate them. I ate a lot of those bad foods. And then I kind of just ditched the vegetables, ditched the fruit, ditched the water, ditched the workout. And I just ate and ate and ate. And then I ate so much. I was like, okay, I promise I'm going to stop, you know, eating all those processed food. But I was just such in a, just such in a moment of like frustration because I had to figure out a new way of eating. And it was very frustrating for me, that huge change. The thing is not the huge change, it's not the diet, it's the fact that it was a change, you know, I hate change, and that's something that was very, very difficult for me, personally, because um, I was already struggling with my weight and my body image, and I was just like, you know what, this is not necessary, this is too much work, too much work, and then I remember discovering all those kind of foods, and I kept, I kept making mistakes, and I kept like, while trying to get better, I kept eating things and then getting sick and then eating and then getting sick because, oh, there was weed or, oh, no, no, it touched wheat. The thing with celiac disease is that there's also the cross-contamination problem where if someone, for example, you have, um, let's say you have a piece of, you have an apple, for example, you have an apple and then someone, and then someone puts their wheat bread next to your apple and touches your apple you cannot eat it anymore because that, that wheat bread touched the apple so then you eat it and you you're going to be sick and that's the thing that's the thing it was a lot about also the cross nomination um being the only one that had it and a lot of like herbs salad dressings that i ate that i got sick so then i kept getting sick i kept getting sick just from eating something we all do and then after that i discovered Away. By the way, if you ever, for those that are listening that have the same disease, the same autoimmune disease, one thing that really, really helped me was if you, for example, you get sick by accident, you know, it happens by accident. One thing you can do is you drink apple cider vinegar. You put, you, you grab water and then you put apple cider vinegar and you chug that and it really helps. You chug that and then you chug a lot of water. And it really helps. Honestly, it really helps get the wheat out of your body. Um, makes you feel better. Makes the, the, the digestion work a little bit better. So I that was my trick. <laughs> Apple cider vinegar, just chugging it multiple days, multiple times. Once again, use a straw. I would totally recommend using a straw. Um, because I don't think you can really chug it and then it touches your teeth. It's not good for your teeth. So I totally recommend using a straw. What I mean by chugging is I would literally just drink it with the straw and drink it so fast just so I didn't 
have to taste that disgusting taste of the apple cider vinegar but it honestly helps a lot so if you guys want to try it out one day you have digestive issues you want to digest better you just ate wheat when you're not supposed to not supposed to by accident um apple cider vinegar is my best friend was my best friend at the beginning and then um i was always sick just sick 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 oh all the time um and then after that i got frustrated so i was like you know what i'm just gonna go eat my cookies and i kept eating badly and i kept not wanting to work out and i kept just eating and not finding the solutions and being extremely frustrated from being sick all the time and like oops that had wheat uh oops i ate that oops it touched something with wheat i'm sick all the time and after that i became extremely frustrated i started eating the gluten-free trash <laughs> like gluten-free processed food and candy and cookies and just you know the whole junk food that doesn't belong in your body i kept eating that and if you guys don't know already i I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I gain weight very easily, extremely easily. I eat one bad thing, two pounds, two kilos more than yesterday. So you guys know what I mean? Like I, I gain weight very, very easily and I began eating and not really caring. I was like, oh, I'm fine. I look fine. You know, I didn't gain any weight. I'm good. And then I kept eating and eating and eating. And once you start eating junk food, it's an addiction. You can't stop. So I began eating it, eating it, eating it again. It looks like it was gluten-free, so I wasn't sick, but I kept eating it. And then after that, um, it was just bad, you know, bad. Because I literally ditched vegetable, mm -hmm. ditched fruit, ditched eating healthy, ditched being clean. And I literally just ditched walking, ditched moving, just basically ditched working out. And I just started eating, eating, and eating, and just... Living life, you know, who cares? Living life, eating all the desserts that you can. And I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a food lover. And I'm a sweet lover as well. So that's not good. And then after that, I did that. And at that point, I wasn't even drinking water. I was literally just drinking um, tea, coffee, a lot of desserts, more desserts, processed food, crackers, rice cakes, you know. All those kind of like not good foods for you. And then after that, I discovered like, oh, gluten-free chips. I'm going to eat that too. And then just by eating all that junk food, it becomes addictive. And real food, real healthy food doesn't taste good anymore. You know, obviously it doesn't taste good. It doesn't have that that chemical in it, that f those flavors, obviously. So it didn't taste as good. So I kind of just, I just ditched that. I was like, okay, ditch, ditch, ditch. And um, yeah, so I was living my best life, but also becoming fat <laughs> that's not living your best life and then mm. i did that um for a while you know like gluten-free marshmallows uh cakes just a bunch of candy things like that oh my god guys the things i found crazy um also you know the crackers full of salt just those kind of things we're not we're not the best obviously okay but anyways moving on Moving on to another subject, another point of today. Um, so yeah, one second guys. Okay, anyways, then after that, moving on. And then after I ate all that, and not really like 
noticing my humongous like my big my weight gain um and then i think i ate that for the whole 2019 i ate really badly and then what else and then after that i kind of discovered what to eat what not to eat and then i think that was 2019 then what else what happened after that i'm trying to remember guys so after i did that then one day um i was trying to find a dress for an occasion because you know life goes on obviously life goes on so i was trying to find a dress for an occasion and i had a, the i just had that shock okay guys i I'm, promise i'm not dumb i really didn't have that much of a shock like i knew i was eating extremely badly but i just didn't really want to stop or i kind of just was too addicted at that point so then i remember that i i was still shocked because i didn't notice i gained all that weight i had no idea i really didn't i was just for some reason i didn't didn't notice anyways so then after that i was trying to find a dress for an occasion and guys my regular size is 12 14 size 12 size 14 i know for some people it's big but for me at my lowest weight um i wear a 12 12 14 that's my size that i wear not more than that not lower than that i remember okay i would say at 10 when i was like nine years old i wore a size 10 but you know as you go through puberty and all that but honestly my regular weight no my regular size clothing size is 12 14 that's my regular size of my normal or lowest weight that's what i wear it was never like higher than that and then after that and after i discovered that a 14 dress didn't fit me anymore it didn't close it didn't it literally didn't close the zipper didn't go up i was like <gasps> i was like i thought it was a 14 I, I knew it wasn't a 12 anymore i was like oh you know i i'm i'm i know i'm not like i tried i think i tried a dress that was like a 12 and it was too small i was like okay i must i must be a 14 you know must be a 14 and then i tried that dress and it didn't fit i was like shit <laughs> shit <laughs> what do i do now i'm sorry um about that that word but anyways so i was like oh my gosh okay i'm not a size 14 so what size am i and then i tried on this dress that was a size 18 and i know, I know it's not that big of a deal because it's just numbers but then i tried this dress that was 18 and it fit perfectly i was like no don't tell me i'm, I'm a size 18 i had no idea i was a size 18 i was never a size 18 in my whole entire life and you know i i'm i'm um i'm someone that has very like i i'm not i was never stick thin never never even at my lowest weight so for me it was just such like a shock i was size 18 and then i weighed myself and i gained about i gained 20 pounds i think that's equals to what is 20 pounds equal to like 20 is it 20 no it's really 20 pounds or 20 kilos let me see 20 kilos to pounds let me see let me just search that up one second and i gained a lot of weight i think i gained like i gained 20 is 20 pounds the same thing as 20 kilos i don't think so so if you calculate 20 kilograms to 44 oh it means i gain 
44.092 pounds. Okay, so I will say that I went from from 50 kilos to 90 kilos. Okay, so honestly, if I can calculate it like that, I'm going to calculate it in, in kilos because it's easier. But I would say, to give you guys a little bit more update, a little bit more, no, not update, information, I went from a size from 50 kilos to 90 to 90 kilos just to give you guys a bit of an idea 50 kilos to 90 kilos and just remember i'm only five foot that's literally i'm only five foot so then i, I noticed that i gained a lot of weight i would say about 20 20 kilos 10 kilos or 20 pounds if we calculate it in that is it 20 kilos or 20 pounds anyways i gain a lot of weight if, if we wait, let me just calculate that because I went from 50 kilos to 90 kilos. So I gained about, oh wow. But let me just calculate that one second. So it's basically 50 plus 90 equals to 140. So I gained 140 pound okay no they're saying here that 20 kilos is equals to 44.092 pounds so if i could if i can okay so i guess i gained 44 pounds 44 pounds god damn wow that's a shocker when you really see the numbers anyway so i gained 44 pounds okay went from 50 i went from 50 to 90 and that was quite a shock um so now i uh so i wore a size 18 since that day huge shock but i still found a cute dress for that um event that i was going to so that was not a very cute dress so at least that's the at least i found you know a cute outfit that fit me but just you know that shock of like i know i ate badly but but 44 pounds you know that's a lot of weight and then I went from wearing a size 14, 12 to a size 18. So now you can see big numbers. And once again, I'm only 5 foot. So 5 foot is equal, I think, to 1.52. Is that it? 1. I think it's 1.52 meters and feet. So that's my height. I'm short, people. I'm supposed to weigh 123 pounds <laughs> because I'm, I'm that short. But anyways, moving on. So I gained that weight and I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to, it's time to, you know, it's time to, it's time to go back to, um, to eating healthy. Know what I mean? And after that, I try to find a healthier diet and avoid everything that was processed and find healthier alternatives to what I was eating even, but just, you know, keeping it wait for you and then after that uh what else happened yeah so after gaining 20 kilograms equals to 44 pounds i didn't know it was that much but wow 44 pounds that's a lot but anyways for me it was a big shocker just to be able to get dressed was such a struggle but i still found cute outfits in a size 18 so it's fine 
Um, it's not fine. I'm not happy with it. But, you know, yeah, you still have to get dressed. Um, yeah, so now moving on to uh, the diet. Obviously, you have to... As I told, as I told you guys before, you have to be 